welcome to Fresh Press for February 4th, 2020. My name is Gabe. And I'm Andrew. This is a show about music where we talk about new tunes and old grooves. Hey, that was a real clean run through that. Wow. We should we should have just like snipped that and maybe edit out the date <laughs> and just play that at the front every time. Well, you always do fine. So you should say your thing. We just need to copy and paste my thing. Well, I think maybe just our timing was on. Uh, it's a good day to record. Um, is it? So, yeah. Well, I, I the thing is, Andrew, is I do really appreciate when you come up with stupid versions of new tunes and old grooves. Yeah, sorry. And it would have been easy to do new tunes and super grooves, given our theme today. It really would have. And in retrospect, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, I didn't think of it. I kind of didn't remember what the theme was. That's fine, because our songs only kind of mildly skirt the actual theme. Mine's closer than yours. Well, all right. We can argue about that when we get there. Um, so, to our listeners, uh, as you may have ascertained, our theme is super. More specifically, it's superheroes. Yeah, you um, have to say superheroes, because otherwise, yours doesn't work. Hey, you know what? I think that the hero in my song is absolutely super. Both the heroes in my song are super. <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, hey. Listen. Gabe, uh, what's a superhero? Well, I was going to get to that. Uh, but first I wanted to talk about Martin Scorsese. Because Isn't it Scorsese? Okay. All right. I'm sorry I'm not <laughs> Italian. Jeez. Neither is he. Well, I mean, not actually, like, he's a, you know what I'm saying. Um, so, uh, I know you're not a fan of Marvel movies, Andrew. That's not true. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> Neither is Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Martin Scorsese is neither. <laughs> yeah. Um, he famously said that it wasn't cinema uh, a couple months ago. Ooh, and then good compared- film. Right, right, right. And he compared them to theme parks um, as opposed to, I don't know, climbing gyms like real movies. Um, Wait, did he, did he say that? <laughs> he didn't say anything about that. I mean, he's, okay. he compared the, the movies to theme parks. But so. I feel like in order to – I feel like you do need a follow-up to that. Like, okay, what are your movies, Martin? Like, what uh, – His movies are real America. And New York, and Leonardo DiCaprio snorting all the substances. I don't think that's comparable to a theme park. I think if you ask me, do you want to go hang out with Leo, with Leo as uh-huh. I call him, uh, yeah, while sure. he snorts a bunch of substances, or do you want to go to Six Flags? I think I would go to Six Flags. Really? I kind of want to be around stoned Leonardo DiCaprio. That does not appeal to me at all. All right, that's fair. I mean, I don't want to be. Flags, look, so. I don't want to be the one who has to like call nine one one for Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, yeah, officer, he just did a lot of cocaine, and and died. I was just here. Um, I, a not famous person. Hey, maybe you will be famous when this happens. Is this happening? <laughs> I could go to Six Flags right now. That's that's fair. That's fair. Well, look, I was trying to do Scorsese a favor and compare his movies to climbing gyms, which are like theme parks, but slightly more serious. 
I guess if you're a fucking jock. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay, what's so, a superhero though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first version of Superman Andrew appeared in 1938. Superman Andrew, my favorite superhero. <laughs> but um you know, he's not really the first superhero. Um, you can you well, can Captain see... America's the first Avenger. Does that help? But not the first Avenger, or maybe also well, the, he's first the first Avenger. Avenger. Well, he's the first Avenger, but you know, is is he was he the first Avenger to be created? I don't know. Do you mean I was like only looking he's, at he avenges first things? Like what? <laughs> he's the first Avenger, but is he not? He's not the first Avenger. Well, in the chronological universe of Marvel, he's right. He was born first, so he's the first Avenger. But yes. in the chronological universe of of this this universe, the one where we live in, Earth six one six. Yeah, uh, was he created first? Probably also actually with a name like Captain America. You can always tell which were the earlier superheroes because they have worse names, like Superman. <laughs> like okay, this is a superhero. Hard to figure that one out. Uh, but. You know, like you can actually look at somebody like Zorro as a superhero. You know, similar, much much earlier, or like the Scarlet Pumpernickel, right? Pumpernickel, 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 Pimpernel, Pimpernel. You know what? I saw that one Looney Tunes <laughs> that's called the Scarlet Pumpernickel, and it's always screwed me up. <laughs> but right, these are uh, they're heroes with alter egos, which is kind of one of those fundamental things we associate with superheroes. Um, the superpowers thing is slightly less important, I think. Um, maybe because you know, like Batman doesn't have any superpowers; he just has a ton of money. Um. Anyway, so we're gonna talk about superheroes as our theme. Um, but before we jump into that, uh, Andrew and I have decided that, in honor of February and Black History Month, um. All of our theme song picks are going to be from black artists um, this month, um, even though our themes are not going to have anything specific to do with. Well, we don't. I mean, I don't know what the theme next week or any of the future weeks is going to be. But, Andrew, yeah. you're spoiling the secret sauce of this podcast where we plan out our themes more than three days in advance. <laughs> I don't. Okay. All right. What superhero song did you bring, Andrew? Um, my superhero song is My Superman by Santa Gold. So I have an important question about this. Mm-hmm. The name of the album that this song is off of is what? Santa Gold. Okay. But the album art says Santo Gold. Yes. So when this album came out, she was going by the name Santo Gold. And then she switched her name after she released a critically acclaimed album and so then retroactively changed the name of the album? Yes. Wow. I respect it. I mean, on Spotify, it's listed as Santi Gold, right? Sant with a, with an I. Uh, but if you look other places on the internet, it's all referred to as Santo Gold, like uh, Wikipedia, for instance. 
Yeah. Well, so um, she changed her stage name because of legal, like there was some like potential of infringement oh, or something like right. that. Right. Santa Claus. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Right. So Santa sent her a cease and desist, so she had to change her name. You know, can Santa even do that? What kind of jurisdiction is the North Pole under? Uh, it doesn't... Well... Listen, that's uh, neither here nor there. Like, in that Russia. the North Pole is, is not here, and it's also not where you are. So It's true. It is neither here nor there. Um, so anyway, Santa Gold. Um, you probably know creator if you know santa gold that's from this album she's uh an american uh musician uh who is from philly which is sort of my my personal theme this week yeah i was gonna say uh i didn't realize she was from philly until i was doing like a little bit of research but she went to germantown friends which is yeah it's not a wild. very silly thing to do <laughs> yeah so um she was uh part of a punk band called stift um, which uh, whose music I have not listened to, so I don't I don't know anything about it. It's a classic name for a punk band. I know it's very it's really is. Um, what did you think of the track, Gabe? Um, I like what I know of Santa Gold. I, I haven't listened to her like extensively. I don't think I've listened to like a full Santa Gold record, you know. But her music mm-hmm. gets a lot of like uh, indie pop play, I guess maybe, or like you know they'll be on one hundred four point five. Uh, in Philly, for those of you from Philly, which is like the alternative music station, but only plays like <laughs> Foster the People, you know? Um, but she has an amazing vocal aesthetic, especially on this song. Um, uh, it's like dripping with almost like 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 sass and like, uh, like sensuality and just like... Do, do you know what I mean? I'm not really explaining this particularly well, but... A lot of what she's singing is very like forward and like meh. Like, like forward in your actual mouth, like in your vocal space. Right. Yes. And then uh, she sort of like lightens up and like lifts the soft palate and proves that like I actually do know how to sing. Um, and I can do like both the like hard and the soft, which is pretty cool. Yeah, she has quite the stylistic range. Do you have anything to say about like the lyrical content of the song? Um, it's I, I the reason I haven't said anything is because I don't really get it. <laughs> I don't totally get the Superman conceit part of it. You know what I mean? And that's sort of the important part as it relates to our theme. Yeah, we're we're sometimes hit or miss on actually tying these songs back to our themes, but um, <laughs> it, yeah, I mean she does sing Superman quite a number of times. Um, yeah. Then she says, make it fly, which is a thing that Superman does, so. I mean, it seems like it's kind of like, it's just like a love song. Yeah, it's a love song that starts with, you're a liar. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not good at this, but I'm pretty into you. And you're my Superman. Superman. Yeah. Superman. Maybe it's just about someone named Clark, you know? 
Oh, sure. And yeah. she just ran Santa with Gold's it. famed lover, Clark Kent. Um, actually, her husband's name is Trevor Andrew. And Andrew, as you mentioned, Superman Andrew. Oh, we uh, figured the it original out. Superman. Yeah. Solved it. The mystery has been completed. Gabe, did you end up picking a song about Moon Knight or Squirrel Girl? Wow. Those are extremely deep superhero cuts. Uh, and I would <laughs> My not two favorite superheroes that I really, I don't know that much about superheroes, but I've those never are heard my of two Squirrel favorites. Girl. Moon Knight no? is like one of those ones you, I think that's like. Well, there's a meme. Well, isn't Moon Knight uh, Batman? For Marvel. I honestly, I don't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but listen, the, my track is not about a hero named Moon Knight. But the name of my track is Henrietta, our hero, and it's from Kamasi Washington's record, The Epic. Let's talk about Kamasi Washington first. Yes, please. So he is a tenor sax player, a multi-instrumentalist, um, and a band leader. Um, hails from Inglewood in uh, L.A. County. So his first recording that I guess got any notice, although not the first recording he did, was in 2004. He was on a, a compilation called Young Jazz Giants. He really appeared... Uh, to like everybody, I guess, uh, um, as the saxophone player on Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, which came out in 2015. And then later that year, he released this enormous three part, three volume album that's like two hours long called The Epic. So, um, this particular song, Henrietta, Our Hero, has a featured vocalist um, whose name is Patrice Quinn. Um, so she is both the vocalist and uh, is the co-writer of the song along with Washington. Um, so the song itself, Henrietta, Our Hero, immediately seemed to me to be about Henrietta Lacks. Yes. So uh, she, right... Um, produced the first immortalized human cell line called the HeLa cells for Henrietta Lacks um, uh, because she had cervical cancer in the 50s. Um, and oh, those cell that cell line still exists in labs like all over the world that do human cell research because they don't really age. Um, but, uh, you know, the cells were taken from Henrietta Lacks without consent um, or knowledge um, both while she was alive and then after she had passed away from her body um, uh, which is extremely problematic um, especially 
uh, it, when we consider it through the context of race as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's recently in the last like 20 years gotten a lot of recognition and there's been a movie made now and uh, called The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Um, so I wanted to bring her up because she's got some like characteristics of a real life superhero. She's really changed the face of modern research and and medicine. Um, and she literally has these immortal cells, which seems like a superhero characteristic. Um, and yeah, that's cool. But also people should be aware of everything kind of surrounding that. However, however, the song is not about Henrietta Lacks. <laughs> uh, so I found an interview that Kamasi did in 2015 after the album came out where he clarifies that this is just about his grandmother, whose name is Henrietta. Um, cool. But I thought it would be fun to do some Henrietta Lacks crossover bit. Yeah, well, now everyone learned all this stuff for nothing. Hey, knowledge is valuable just for its own sake, Andrew. No. I know that you like to be ignorant, but some of us seek out the beauty and truth and the light of knowledge. Okay. What is what I, something I find really cool about um, this particular song is they really play up the backing vocals and the backing instrumentation during the solo. So it's not just the chord structure. The entire instrumentation comes back in. And Washington, I think, does an excellent job during his solo of building from a pretty soft, mellow beginning of the solo to really opening it up as the melody opens up into like this polyphonic, beautiful um, choral line. And, and, and like, obviously, so I just, everything else that's part of this, so like the melody has, is, is like, has these really lush strings underneath. Um, like a, almost sounds like a full orchestra. It's not, but it, it's, it's very full. Um, and there's like an electric organ and, um, like a choir that's backing uh, Quinn as she sings. Um, and uh, it sounds like theatrical, as would befit like the theme of a superhero. You know, you could like almost see this playing before some of like a Superman episode, right? But yeah. here in this case is... Just a quick seven-minute song before the episode starts. It'd probably be better than the episode, to be honest. <laughs> Andrew, we have been inundated with good music yet again from the past week. Or maybe you don't feel that way. Maybe that's just me. No, I do feel that way. No, yeah. (laughs) All right, whatever. No, it's fine. I don't know. I'm happy to have my opinions to myself. I thought this week was a great week of music, and Andrew thought it sucked. 
Yeah, every song blows. Um, no, I thought it was great. I didn't. I had less time this week than I normally do to listen to a bunch of stuff because I was uh, oh, in the in the Big Apple this weekend. So you know, the city <laughs> never the sleeps. Big Apple, huh? Sort of a whole mm, thing. Right in the core of it, huh? Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> anyway, um, that was an apple pun. No, I I got it. That's okay. It's all I, right. No, I understand. <laughs> Look, I get it. Uh, okay, um, I have a song this week, and the song is entitled A Secret by Francis Quinlan. of her first album under her own name uh, which came out this Friday called Likewise. You may know Frances Quinlan as the lead singer and main driving force behind the Philadelphia-based band Hopalong. More Philly music. Yeah. Do you uh, have you listened to Hopalong much? Uh, not a lot. I mean, I like their stuff, but I, I haven't, I've never really gotten that into it. But you like them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I predominantly like them because, uh, Francis Quinlan has a really cool voice. Yeah. Um, and not just her voice, right? Like the whole, uh, melody lines that she picks out are non-intuitive but sound great yeah i uh i i think i like hop along um and i i i enjoy listening to their music but i really really love this album that she just came out with um yeah this is a little more go ahead it's much more stripped down is what i was going to say exactly Uh, much more acoustic in general Uh, i mean there's oh there's a, a plethora of synthesizers but also it's just generally more uh there's there's fewer drums I guess yeah, Hopalong is like rock music. Yeah, so I just think this album is excellent, and it goes all over the place, and it, it, like the songs individually go all over the place, which is just really excellent. Her lyrics are amazing, um, and like you said, her voice and the way that she uses it is just so impressive. I, I, it's not that she sounds like Joni Mitchell; it's that she has a very interesting voice in a very different way, obviously, but like her creativity with. Uh, chord structure and the way that the melody moves in and out and around and all over the instrumentation reminds me of uh the way that Joni Mitchell does that yeah I hear that um and I think she is lyrically creative in a similar way um I just love I love the chorus of this song um that of course I'll visit when I can it's just so like layered and and uh it's so it's so nice I, I'm so bad at saying words today, apparently, but, like, this song is good. Hey, Gabe, I like this song, and that's why I picked it. It's good. I like this song, too. This was also on my list of potential picks for the week. Um, uh, it's incredible. Um, I would... I'm tempted to take the time to, like, actually transcribe her vocal lines, because... Oh, like the... Yeah. 
I don't have a great a great ear for what notes she's hitting inside of a chord, but they're not like she's not going first, third, fifth, right? Like she's reaching up to the eleventh, and she'll like jump the octave occasionally, and in the chorus, it it really it, it particularly really works, um, and it it still has that catchy feel that um, a chorus can have, um, even though they're not it's not like a little ditty you would sing in the shower right like or it wouldn't come to me you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think i i do think that part of it is that part of what makes it that way that w- what you're saying is that it's so catchy but not in a way that it is common i think is a combination of both her vocal lines and the chords that she's singing them over because I think her vocal lines are even not not always like crazy complicated, but in context they become complicated. I mean nothing's complicated, but in context it becomes complicated. Like I think that of course I'll visit when I can section is like if you just wrote it out just as a melody, it would not be that weird. But because of the way she structures the chords around it, um she really like hits some really nice like uh I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's like okay, I, I have I do have a way to describe it. It's a overly complicated metaphor. Okay, I'm here for it. Picture uh like someone skiing down a mountainside. Yeah. And if it's definitely. just like a completely open like ski slope and they're just going down there like going back and forth, slaloming a little bit. Yeah, I'm in the Poconos right now. And that's that's cool. Like it's cool to see so you know someone who's good at skiing skiing down a thing. Definitely. But imagine them doing the exact same route, but in following that route, they're like dodging through a fuck ton of obstacles, and there's like a yeti there and stuff, and that makes that contextually makes that relatively simple route down the mountain much more exciting and complicated because where before it was just like a oh now she's turning here, it's like ah she's turning and she's like circling around the yeti. Do you know what I mean? Did that work? So I totally know what you mean. It definitely worked for me. I don't know where you got that from. That was the most bizarre way you could have. That's like, (laughs) there's so many other metaphors that could have gotten you to the same point, but you picked skiing around a Yeti. Yeah. It's something I've never done, skied or seen a Yeti. But there's still time. To the Himalayas we go. Okay. But of course I'll visit when I can. Gabe, what's your new tune this week? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you have more Hold to on. say. We're not going to talk about her lyrics. <laughs> We're not going to like actually talk about them. Because they're really intense. Uh, or they came across that way to me. It, it's hard to pick it up by just picking out like one or two lines. But um, I'll try because um, it seems like she's talking about her parents. Yeah says impossible questions like how can you still talk to them when that long shadow stretches from their little house all the way to the top of your mountain it sounds like it's like oh yeah you know like of course i'll visit when i can like talking about her maybe her aging parents and like it's like kind of sucks to be around them because maybe they're abusive or they don't treat her well or 
and, and kind of the uncomfortableness, but also like going back because they're your parents and, and you have to. And it kind of ends with, uh, I look forward to remembering him as a bad man. And if you reach that, read that in the context of it being her father, it's like a pretty intense line. Yeah. Yeah, very different father sort of relationship than your tune from last week. Definitely. Her lyrics are on her band camp, so check them out. I do not speak for you, but I look forward to remembering him as a bad man. Um, Gabe, your new tune this week is, is, it is Bumblebee Crown King from Dan Deacon, his new record, Mystic Familiar. Sure was a lot of nouns. Uh, Bumblebee, Crown King, Mystic Familiar. Definitely lots of nouns. Deacon. Dan Deacon. Dan Dan is also, I mean, Dan is also a noun. And the label it's off of is Domino. It's all nouns. Yeah. Only nouns. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland is where Dan Deacon is from. Um, I'm not going to talk about that first. Um, I'm going to talk about what Wikipedia calls Dan Deacon, which is an American composer and electronic musician. Maybe an American electronic musician composer would actually be the best. Like it's, It feels like all one thing. Um, but I guess they're separating out his electronic music work like he did on Mystic Familiar with some of the other work he's done. Um, so Dan Deacon is from Baltimore, Maryland, and um, he's been putting out music for a little while now. Um, and since his last record, which I think came out in 2015, so like five years ago, I'm just going to read off some artists that he's worked with. Sigurus, Dev Hines of Blood Orange, Miley Cyrus, The Flaming Lips, and the New York City Ballet. He's also scored <laughs> two films in that time. Um, so this is a prolific, talented, electronic musician whose music is not like, it's not, this is not house music, right? It's, uh, it feels like these incredible layer, not, not to denigrate house music, but it's, it, they feel almost like or, like if somebody took a bunch of synths and was like, we're going to make an orchestra out of the synths, and I'm going to write the music, and it's going to have many, many, many lines and a huge staff, and the score is going to be complex and, and vivid and interesting. And Bumblebee Crown King in particular, which is the last song off this album. It's the closer. And doesn't have vocals, although some of his songs do. Really... Uh, invokes, I think, that classical music tradition. So, so for instance, right, Bumblebee Crown King, um, listening to the synths that he uses, they sound like bumblebees. And, Andrew, there is another, another famous, famous uh, song or a piece 
by Rimsky-Korsakov called Flight of the Bumblebee that does a similar thing with strings. And I can't help but hear this song in the context of that one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely a probably an association that he is aware of and capitalizing on. Um, I'm sorry, this whole time I've been thinking about how Bumblebee Crown King is also four nouns. I thought that's what we I mean, sorry, four... It's it's also four verbs. Oh, see, that's more interesting. Bumblebee, crown, king. Um, I think in this particular context, though, it's meant as nouns. Or it could be a mix. It could be instructing a bumblebee to crown a king. Bumblebee, crown, king. Okay, I hear yes. it. Yes. I'm here for the synth, though, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, they're, they sparkle, and he mm. uh, has this repeated construct where he'll run the synth just up a scale, like really fast, and it sounds like a bumblebee whizzing um, uh, over and over again. And then, in contrast, there's acoustic guitar and piano that comes in, uh, which is so dynamic and different from like a pure synth construction. Yeah, I was. This was one of the first albums that I listened to this weekend. I uh, I started. It was like I'll just check through this and see if there's anything good. And then I just listened to the whole album because the whole thing was just really like engaging. Um, and there's a lot of variety in the album too. There's a mix of like these really elaborate songs and some more spare constructions. He has some songs with vocals, some without. Um, in the middle of the album, there's uh, a collection of four related songs called The Arp Suite, um, which is like its own mini EP within the album. I really recommend listening to this album all the way through, or certainly this song, uh, and do it with headphones on. Um, Yes, definitely. Turn up the volume a little and just like let yourself get like folded into this sonic soundscape, you know? The sonic soundscape, yeah. The the sonic youth. Um, Yeah. That's our show for the week. You should follow us on Twitter at Fresh Press Pod for all the Fresh Press news, which is not very much, but still worth doing. Um, if you want to listen to the music that we have discussed this week, we have a playlist on Spotify, and that is in the show notes. So check those out. Go listen to the uh, playlist. It's great. and contains all the music from all of our shows. Uh, we will be back with another episode in exactly one week which will be February 11th of this decade. All of our future episodes will be released this decade. Hey, maybe not all of our future episodes. Who knows? Where do you see yourself in 10 years, Andrew? Right here, recording this podcast with you. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night.
tunes, new tunes. I'm not turning in. <laughs>